If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Welcome to the Couch Potato Sports Show, your internet radio home for all sports news and talk. Join Sonny Clark, the hardest working man in sports radio. We cover it all from NFL, NBA, MLB, NHL, as well as indoor football and high school sports. So let's do this. You're listening to coverages in 2017-2018. Rowland Eagles varsity football team. everybody welcome into the couch potato sports show it is me sonny clark the hardest working man in sports radio here on today's pre-game show as your rowlet eagles are taking on the capel cowboys over in capel at Eccles stadium as your rowlet eagles are in the first round of the playoffs Welcome into the pregame show. It is being brought to you by Wesson General Contractors. Folks, for all your general contracting needs, whether it's roofing, gutters, siding, water damage, anything that you need to get done regarding your home or you need a contractor for, you need to contact my buddy Butch Wesson over at Wesson General Contractors. He's going to take care of you in anything that you need. He will also advise you and help you get through the crazy world that is the insurance companies. And he can help you guide through the weathered storm that is headed your way. So make sure you come in contact with my buddy Butch Wesson over there at Wesson General Contractors. 214-200-5588. It is the first round of the playoffs. This could be the last pregame show of the season, or we could have yet another one, or another one, or another one, because what happens is it's the playoffs. It's a one and done. You win or go home, and that's what the playoffs are all about. That's what the excitement of the state tournament is all about. That is the excitement of what you got to see each and every week what you have to do in order to get a victory against a team that is quite frankly folks we don't know very much about oh but contraire mon frere we actually do know a little bit about the Capel Cowboys as the Capel Cowboys are a football team that the Rowlett Eagles took on last year at this same time in the first round but came up a little short and there's a lot of things that are the same, but a lot of things that are different. Same two teams. The Rowlett is on the road. Again, this year going to Echo Stadium. This game is the same teams. The, the fun. 
that this is because of what happened last year? Because there are some players on this team that were juniors, maybe even sophomores, that remember that they could not get a score in the fourth quarter to tie it up after they were able to tie it up in the third quarter. So there's players out on this football team that knows it. Now, a lot of things, other things that are different. This game... Friday night, tonight, 7.30. If you remember correctly, last year, this was a Saturday game in the afternoon, which, by the way, it was a beautiful day for a for game of football. Also, a little bit different, we are not with our quarterback this year. Preston Weeks, unfortunately, went down to a season-ending injury uh, against the Lakeview Centennial Patriots just the week before the last game of the season. So that little bit of the difference is, is that we don't have the guy that we depend upon to make the plays on the offensive side of the ball, whether it be through the air or, let's be frank, folks, he is one of the best running quarterbacks in our district, if not the best running back in this district, and or best quarterback runner in the district uh, as far as getting that that those couple of yards you need. I mean, this guy was money if it was third down and two or fourth down and two. This guy could get the yards when they were needed because of his size and because of his athleticism and things of that sort. This year, unfortunately, we don't have that Preston Weeks, the guy that can get the job done, the guy that can deliver the two yards when we need it. We have to depend upon another quarterback this week because of the injury that happened in Lakeview Centennial. Now, if you also remember the Lakeview Centennial Patriots as well, they lost their quarterback as well in that game. So this was a game in the uh, Lakeview Centennial game where we needed to have our guy come on and make the plays. And he did. As when you turn to your backup quarterback, you want them to be able to guide you and get you where you need to go. Chase Dupal, junior for the Rowlett Eagles, we'll probably see him next year, okay, had a very good game in relief in Garland as he had to take the start. He was 17 of 25 for 243 yards. Pass completion percentage, 68%. Ha <laughs> ha, not too bad. Also, passing the ball 14.1 yards. He did have an interception, but he did have a touchdown pass as well. Quarterback rating of 95.9. And when you have a guy come off the bench, you can't really expect more, especially when you get the victory against the Garland Dows, which, by the way, this is the Garland Dows that ended up the season with a 1-9 record. You would not have been able to tell that by the effort that was put out on the football field by this Garland Dows football team. I'm going to tell you right now, this was a tough football game. They put it out there. They had a rough time in the first quarter. They had a rough time in the second quarter. But they were coming back against the Rowland Eagles. And Chase Tupal was getting his feet underneath them. Because the Eagles, they didn't score in the first quarter either. The first frame was a blank. 0-0. Zero, zero, which told you that Tupal was just getting the feel of the game. 
And when you watch the numbers in this game, you, you kind of see what ended up happening in reality. In the second quarter, got more feet up under him. Two touchdowns in that quarter, although they did miss the extra point. They were up 13-3 as Garland was only able to muster a field goal attempt that was good. And they went in the halftime with a score of 13-3. So, go in, make the adjustments at halftime. And what do you want your quarterback to do in a backup role? Control the game. Don't lose the game for you. Just control the game. And the Raleigh Eagles were able to do that in the second half as they had the 10-point lead going in halftime. They were able to match touchdowns with the Garland Dallas, who were definitely trying to do it. Uh, you know, a couple of turnovers uh, for the Rowlett Eagles that happened that gave the Owls an opportunity to get points up on the board. And that's one thing, unfortunately, for the Owls, they were unable to do this year, which was be able to um, get the benefit of the turnovers by scoring. And that did not happen. So in the game, the Rowlett Eagles did get the victory against the Garland Dallas, 27-17. 63 total offensive plays for the Rowlett Eagles. Of those 63, 27 of them were first down. That is a crazy stat when you look at it. Because almost one-third of the plays that were put out on the football field were for first downs. Eagles kept their penalties down in this game, too, which I don't know if we would have expected. If you really think about it, when you have the backup quarterback in there, what is about to happen? The timing, the chemistry, and things of that sort. A lot of offensive flags, you know, false starts and things of that sort. The Rowlett Eagles actually kept that down. Only of the three penalties that were thrown in that game against the Rowlett Eagles, only two of them were the offense. One side was the defensive side of the ball. So, uh, only 35 penalty yards for the Eagles against the Garland Owls. And and let's just take a look at the stats. We talked about Chase uh, Tupal as he was 17 of 25, 243 for... Um, a total of one touchdown and one interception. But watch some of these numbers that are popping up and some of the names. And the Rowlett Eagles did this very well. And and a couple of other reasons, as there were some injuries in that game as well, as we did not see a lot of Monte Lang in that game. We didn't see a lot of Chauncey Amos in that game as well. Now, that could have been strategy because where we were calling the game in the booth – once you opened up the door into the other side, there were Coppell, uh, Cowboy coaches and scouts, and they're scouting that game. So that could have been a very strategic plan for the Rowland Eagles uh, to get their minds on some other things, such as how about a young cat that goes in there and makes some big-time noise by running the football. And I'm talking about Charjay Hunt, as he's a sophomore. He had six rushes for 78 yards. This guy was electric as he went in and filled in for Lang and Amos. Also, Chase Tupal, he had 18 carries for 83 yards, and he dove into the end zone a couple of times as well. So, as you look at Chase Tupal, not only did he throw the touchdown pass, he got into the end zone with his legs, which is very impressive. Uh, Hunt, 
on those six uh, rushes for 78 yards. One of them was for a touchdown, and he ripped one off for 31 yards. It was his first carry, and no one expected it. Big time rushing that happened by him. He averaged 13 yards a carry in that game. So, I, you know, whether Lang or Amos were actually hurt, we got an opportunity to see the future. Number 34, uh, Chauncey Hunt for uh, Charsay, Char J Hunt. Uh, is a future at the running back position for your Rowlett Eagles. So we're, we're going to really look forward to seeing him next season. Receiving the ball, a lot of people caught the ball. There were 17 catches, and out of those 17 catches, there were a total of seven people that caught balls. And, and folks, that's that's an incredible number when you look at it. Because of the fact of how this game was played, the ball needed to be delivered. Five catches for Dakota Gilly for 46 yards. One catch, 17 yards for Madre. One catch for 28 yards for Booker. One catch for Amos for 17 yards. Two catches, 28 yards for Evans. Bobby Chappelle, one catch. Uh, for 37 yards. Look at those numbers on those one catches. Look at the yards. All over 10 yards except for Amante Lang who caught one for six yards. So you got to like the numbers that were coming. Delivering the ball and getting into where they had to. Also, look at the guys that were catching the ball. We're getting some action from Antonio Hall who's had a good season for your Rowland Eagles. He got the touchdown. He had five catches in this football game. Five catches for a touchdown, 81 yards. And this guy's a sophomore. Jerry Evans, he's a junior. We're going to see him next year. Also, out of the backfield, Amos, he is only a junior. We're going to see that guy next year. So a young football team getting a lot of experience as both Lang and, um, and Amos got action last year in this game against the Capel Cowboys. So uh, lots of stuff that were going on. A fumble loss as well uh, for Chase uh, to Paul. So it means he needs to keep his hands on the ball. So a couple of turnovers, but it was his first game as the starter. And he calmed down very well in the second half of that football game. So you got to give the guy some credit going in. Also, if you think about it and we talk about the size, you look at Preston Weeks. Preston Weeks was one big, tall dude. Topoff is a little bit different as this young man is not the tallest guy out on the football field for your Rowlett Eagles. And especially at a uh, position where you expect the big time, uh, you know, big time size at that quarterback. So for the season for Topoff, uh, two passing touchdowns. Average of 83 yards a game, but that was in, in um, substitution in one and also in you know full action in the other. Total passing for him, 332 yards for the Rowland Eagles. 28 pass completions of 39 and only one interception. So that, the ratio and the numbers for Chase DuPaul are very good for the Rowland Eagles. So you got to look at some of the things that he has done. And we can go back to Lake the Centennial Patriots says he was seven of eight for 61 yards and a touchdown after the first drop and that drop came from Evans he was 
seven in a row and for 61 yards and a touchdown. So big-time stuff there. Also, if you look at it, this guy does use his legs against the Garland Dallas. 18 rushes for 83 yards and two touchdowns. So he knows when to use his legs. He sees the problems. He sees the uh, things coming his way, and he makes those adjustments, and he makes them very well. Now, in this game against the Capel Cowboys, they are definitely going to have to do something like that, which is keep track of what's coming their way. So like what we're seeing from our young quarterback for the Rowlett Eagles as they get set to take on the Capel Cowboys. Now, what we're going to do now is we're going to take a quick break here on the Couch Potato Sports Show. We're going to hear from our sponsors as well as our main sponsor of the pregame show, Butch Wesson of Wesson General Contractors. For all your general contracting needs, whether it's roofing, gutters, siding, or any kind of water damage or whatever you would need that general contractor for, make sure you get a hold of my good buddy Butch Wesson at Wesson General Contractors, 214-200-5588. Let's take a quick break here on the Couch Potato Sports Show where we come back we'll take a look at some of the other stats and compare them up against the Coppell Cowboys here on the Couch Potato Sports Show and your Rowland Eagles Radio Network we'll be right back at Wesson General Contracting Incorporated we're your one-stop shop for all your general contracting needs we are locally owned and with over 20 years of experience so roofing gutters sidings fence staining painting foundation problems or roof damage are no problems at all give us a call at 214-200-5588 that's 214-200-5588 Wesson General Contractors Proud sponsor of the Rowlett Eagles radio broadcast. Let Buffalo Creek Doors and Floors help you restore your home to its like-new condition. Need a contractor? Let us be your first stop as well as your last. We specialize in everything that others don't, such as stained concrete floors, wood spot repairs on doors and floors, stainless steel spot repairs, anti-slip on floors, and more. Want to see what kind of work we do? Check out our Facebook page and you can see the craftsmanship you'll receive and expect from Buffalo Creek Doors and Floors. Give Rodney James a call at 214-536-2607. That's 214-536-2607. Or check him out on the web at www.buffalocreekdoorsandfloors.com. The prospect of retirement can be exciting and scary at the same time. At Nest Egg Wealth Advisors, we have found many people either approaching or currently in retirement fail to truly maximize some of the benefits offered to them, primarily Social Security. What is it? How does it work? It's simply not a benefit that you start receiving at age 62. Because these decisions are so important, my firm has assembled an informational packet on Social Security. If you would like a complimentary copy of Social Security Maximization, please give our office a call today at 972-412-6064 or visit us on the web at nestegadvice.com. Being taken for a ride? Check out Coslo Insurance, serving Texans since 1981. Bundle your home, auto, or business insurance to save a ton. Coslo Insurance on the corner of Main Street and Raleigh Road, where we make insurance fun. Or check us out on the web at CosloInsurance.com, where we always have the coffee pot on. Yeah, but is it fresh? 
At the Jerry Bullet Training Center, we truly believe experience is the best teacher. With over 50 combined years of knowledge and experience in sports performance and athletic training, our coaches understand exactly what it takes to achieve your goals and excel at the next level. Contact Melvin Bullet at 214-326-7853 or visit their brand new facility just outside of Waterview at 8900 Princeton Road in Rowlett. Go! Go, 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 Charlie. It's your birthday. We and welcome back like into the Couch Quickly, the sports show. It is me, Sonny Clark, the hardest working man in sports radio with your coverage of the 2017-2018 Rowlett Eagles varsity football team as your Eagles make their way into the first round. They travel over to Eccles Stadiums over in Capel to take on the Capel Cowboys tonight at 7.30, not 7 o'clock like all year long. But 7.30 as we get started and everybody in the state of Texas starts their first rounds of the playoffs here tonight. And you know, we got some other teams within our district that are in the playoffs. Oh, who are those? The Saxy Mustangs, an undefeated football team that made their way into the playoffs, ranked number six within the state of Texas. And folks, the Rowlett Eagles should have gave them that one tick underneath the L, but were unable to do so in the second half of the game when they went head-to-head over at a um, a very full stadium. I'm talking about Williams Stadium as the Rowlett Eagles were unable to close that one out and give the Saxe Mustangs the scare that they might have needed to have some success a little bit more, you know, and make it further in the playoffs as they are, again, ranked number sixth in the state. The Lakeview Centennial Patriots are in action as well as they take on Hebron tonight here. And so that should be an interesting game as well. That game is actually happening here locally. So watch out for that one. And folks, you can say whatever you want, but the name and Forest Rangers came roaring back. And folks, ever since we started covering the Raleigh Eagles varsity football team. That was when Logan Bonner was a sophomore. And you were talking about five years ago. Ever since then, up to this year, the Naaman Forest Rangers have only won three football games in the four years prior that we covered Raleigh Eagles varsity football. So needless to say, the turnaround for that school and where they are with them being in the playoffs, congratulations to those two football teams. Also understanding at the same time they move into it. And and Sonny finally figured out why it's important. Because the Lakeview Centennial Patriots and the Neiman Forest Rangers, they're pretty good football teams. And they're football teams that do not have a full roster. You look at the Neiman Forest Rangers, there were only 42 football players on that roster. There were only 38 for the Lakeview Centennial Patriots. So you look at the rosters and where they are. 
So they need to be into a different division because you got guys that are playing both sides of the ball over there for those two football teams. And the energy that it takes to play both sides of the ball for a whole football game, some of those boys are going to get tired. Some of them are playing vital positions where if you're not fully ready or tired or not able to keep up, you could end up getting burnt. I'm talking about those defensive backs for, for those teams that have t guys that play the wide receiver and cornerback because they're the fastest ones on the team as well, um, So and they can use their hands. So them being a natural defender for a team like that turns out to be pretty good, but you also have the fatigue factor that you got to worry about in those games so that's why there's division ones and or division a's and division b's where lakeview as well as the name and forest rangers went into the b divisions uh within the league as far as and it goes by population and obviously you know that has an effect upon the rosters that are out on the football field your Rowlett Eagles are in the playoffs again for a record 16th time, folks, and that is a huge number as this is a football team that has played very well at times of this year and then not so much on another ones as they had, a. if you remember correctly, this is a football team that did not have a good, that did not have good success in their out-of-district games. They ended up one and three, but they took on some powerhouses of those four teams that they took on in the preseason out-of-district games. Only one didn't make the playoffs. And um, it wasn't the one that they got the victory against. So that having been said, that the, you see how this whole out-of-division thing works and how it prepares you to go into your own district games. And that's what the Rowland Eagles uh, had the... Uh, had the luxury of because those hard games I think really really put them in a position within their district only lost to an undefeated Saxy Mustangs team and folks let's just be honest they should have went undefeated in district they should have won that football game as they let that one slip through their fingers in the fourth quarter so the Rowland Eagles, they start battling, they start fighting, they start staying in games that they are able to, and we we can see some success here. Now, let's be honest, folks. When you're looking at this football game and where the Rowland Eagles are today and with the personnel, the Rowland Eagles, let's just say, nobody is predicting them to get this victory tonight. You want to talk about locker room uh, uh, things that they can live by. No one's expecting this win. I mean, you've got everything that you can motivate your football team to go in and quite possibly shock the Coppell Cowboys. Now, we're going to talk to uh, Bill Cerna, the eagle-eyed Bill Cerna, and I, I'm going to be honest with you, is he, he doesn't know if the Raleigh Eagles can get the job done. I'm going to tell you, I think they can. And normally, if you listen to us in the booth sometimes, when we're off air and things and we're talking about the team, it's normally me not being the optimistic one. But when you got a Chase DuPaul that's coming in, there's not a lot of film on this guy. You only can go back to the Garland House. Now, that having been said, as I mentioned earlier here in the pregame show, at that Garland Owls game, there were three, not one, not two, but three scouts 
from the Coppell Cowboys looking over what the Rowlett Eagles were doing from play to play to play. So, I and I'm sure the Rowlett Eagles, when the Coppell Cowboys were in action, there were scouts and coaches over there for that game as well. And what it is about this these districts and what's going on, they're able to get the film back and forth now, which is wonderful, and they can see everything so they know what to be ready for. The scouts are working on tendencies while they are there. And you can say whatever you want about the Coppell Cowboys. They got that victory last year, and it could have been what they seen you know, when they were scouting last year because they were there last year for the final game as well. So that right there, that's a football team that wants to know what's coming their way. So the Cowboys want to be ready for the Rowlett Eagles there in the first round. So the Eagles obviously at the same time had their scouts out there ready to rock and roll. So the Rowlett Eagles did get the victory 27-17 to on their final game of the season as far as out through the regular season and through district. And it was nice to see that football team have the success within district because of the out of district not success, not having that success. Football team that went six and four on the season, five and one in district. So Doug Stevens um, definitely had his team going. Let's review what happened through the season starting out on September 1st as the Rowlett Eagles were actually in Louisville to take on the the Louisville Fighting Farmers as they took the loss 27 to 10 in that football game and then the Cotton Bowl the game the Rowlett Eagles got their victory in as far as the out of district games goes up against the across the bridge rivalry that is the Rockwell Yellow Jackets 48 to 41 a great game over at Cotton Bowl Stadium we were there we called that one for you as well then the Rowlett Eagles went over to John Clark Stadium to take on the Plano Panthers. They took the loss there, 41-31, to a 10-point loss for them outside of district. And then a loss to the Fossil Ridge, uh, pay, uh, the Fossil Ridge team, 36-22. Um, that game happened over at Homer B. Johnson Stadium. Then the Rowlett Eagles, they went into their district games on September 29th as they took on the North Garland Raiders, got a victory there, 42-17. That was at Homer B. Johnson Stadium. Then the Rowlett Eagles took on a Neyman Forest Rangers football team who were at the time an undefeated football team. And this is where a game where you've seen the difference between the, and the reason why you have the breakup of the brackets as the name of Forest Rangers um, and the Rowlett Eagles took each other on on October 13th. The Eagles only got a 13-7 victory against that football team. I mean, so that defense for name and Forest was for real. And they continued that throughout the rest of the season and gave the Saxe Mustangs a scare as well, playing good defense. So uh, the name of Forest Rangers looking really good this year, especially on the defensive side of the ball. Then on October 20th, the Raleigh Eagles took on the South Garland Colonels over at HBJ Stadium. They got the victory there, 45-6. That one was fairly easy for them, but the game. 
the rivalry game, the official rivalry game on October 27th as the Raleigh Eagles took on the Saxe Mustangs, let this one slip through their fingers, lost the game 42-35. to But they bounced back the week later. And this was a game where that Saxe Mustang game gave the Raleigh Eagles that hangover. Also, the combination of losing their quarterback as well against the Lakeview Centennial Patriots on November 3rd at HBJ Stadium. The Rowlett Eagles were able to slip out of there 46-42, but the Lakeview Centennial Patriots, they also lost their quarterback, but they lost their quarterback before the half. So the Rowlett Eagles lost theirs in the uh, third quarter. So... There was a big difference, and Rowlett were able to score 15 points in the fourth quarter, uh, and the Patriots were only able to get into the end zone once for a touchdown. And then a fight as well, last game of the season. As the Garland Dow says, this is our Super Bowl of the year, so let's make it a good one. Let's get in there and try it. They did. They gave it a good whirl as on November 19th, the Garland Dowls took the loss to the Rowlett Eagles 27-17. So now we start off the first round of the UIL Football State Championship here in the state of Texas for 2017 as your Rowlett Eagles are going to hit the road and take on the Coppell Cowboys. So uh, that This one should be a good one here tonight as our coverage will continue on the Couch Potato Sports Show. Make sure if you are going to go to the game, you charge that phone up so you can listen in live. You can listen live by calling 347-215-7497. If you can't make the game, Capel, yes, you got to travel a little bit. But come on, guys, this is the playoffs. It's less than an hour away. It's like you're going to the airport, guys. All right, so get on out there. Check this one out. This one's going to be a good one as the Rowlett Eagles are in Coppell to take on the Coppell Cowboys tonight at 7.30. You can hear the coverage on the Couch Potato Sports Show website at www.thecouchpotato.wix.com forward slash Rowlett Eagle Sports. And also you can get there and listen to the game just by uh, going to my Facebook page or the many places where we are actually going to post the player of the game and you can listen to the game live coming to you from Capel. So now having been said, as you take a look at what's going on with the Rowlett Eagles, let's take a look at the comparison as the Rowlett Eagles, they're taking on the Coppell Cowboys, a big test here tonight. As again, last year, if you remember, the Rowlett Eagles came up a touchdown short against this football team, were unable to score in the fourth quarter in order to get that victory. So a good time thing for the Rowlett Eagles as they move forward. Let's take a look at that game in comparison from the uh, the. Well, not the game, but the team of the Rowlett Eagles and their stats and what's going on. Uh, let's start with the national stats as your Rowlett Eagles are looking pretty good passing the football. Uh, they average 212 yards a game and national average is 165. Um, rushing the football for your Rowlett Eagles, they got 188. Rushing the football nationally is 180. So they're just ahead of the mark a little bit there in their rushing. 
Total touchdowns for the Rowlett Eagles, 39. The national average is 37. So only two touchdown difference for the Rowlett Eagles compared to the national average. And the Rowlett Eagles averaging 57 tackles uh, per game. The national average is 55 and a half. Eagles have 14 sacks up on the season. The national average is 15, so they're a little bit behind there. But the interceptions, the Rowlett Eagles have 10 interceptions on the season for the Rowlett Eagles. Now, when you look at the other side and you look at the Capel Cowboys, this is a football team with 194 yards passing out on the football field. So we already know what the national average is, so they're playing fairly well there. Rushing the football, 214 yards. We already know what the national average is there. A little bit above that. Total touchdowns. How about this? 58 total touchdowns. About a dozen more than what the Rowlett Eagles have. Tackles per game, 90 tackles. 90 tackles per game. Nobody replaced that because the Rowlett Eagles got 57, all right? So they're doing some major tackling. Only seven interceptions. So, you're, at, you're saying, Sonny, 90 tackles. How does that happen? This is a football team that scores a lot and quickly. So that's the reason why you see the differentials in the tackles out on the football field. As your Rowlett Eagles with total of 57 and another team that comes in there with 90, that means this football team gets into the end zone and they get into it a lot. So let's take a look at what the Capel Cowboys have done this season out on the football field for your for just to give you the information on what can end up happening. As they took the Capel Cowboys started their out of district games, they took on Bell. Bell and got that victory fifty-eight to twenty-three. Talking about the numbers. Then on September eighth, they took on Boyd out of McKinney and got the victory there, thirty-four to twenty-four. Then they took on the Allen Eagles, the only team that they lost to this season. And they put up a fight in this one, by the way, folks. They did take the loss 35-23. to And sort of like the Rowlett Eagles, this was a game until turnovers made the difference in the game. And that's what happened. Then, Dallas Jusette, they got the victory against them 63-41. to Now, when you look at those numbers... 23, 24, 23 in the first three out-of-district games. Okay, that's about three touchdowns and a field goal. Dallas Jusette actually scored on them because they got a potent offense. But once they move into district, I want you to look at these numbers because these are crazy. As they took on Pierce out of Richardson, they got the victory against the Pierce, 28-21, to three touchdowns. Gave up only three touchdowns. Lake Highlands. Right out of Dallas. They got the victory 49 to 34. Now they gave up more touchdowns in that game as Lake, as the Lake Highlands Wildcats are a powerful team on the offensive side of the ball rushing the football. And that's where they gave up a lot of yards up on the ground. But that having been said, when they took on White, they took on White out of Dallas, got the victory 55 14, only two touchdowns. Berkner against the Rams. They got the victory, 59-20. to 20. Only uh, three, there were three touchdowns. They missed the extra point in one. Skyline, and that's a football team that has been good in the past, but are not as good as they normally are this year. 
31 to 19. Again, two touchdowns in that game. Richardson, only two touchdowns scored, and the second one came with only a few seconds left in the game, so really, in reality, it was only one. This is a football team that is going to stifle an offense out on the football field with their defense. Their defense is really good, and we're going to have to look out for that as far as where the Rowlett Eagles are. So, the Rowlett Eagles getting set. They're going into the playoffs, into the first round against a powerful offensive team. Now, that having been said, looking at those numbers, how many points they only gave up, that means their offense, their defense is pretty good too. So we talk about that perfect game. We pretty much need to get that perfect game or near perfect game for the Rowlett Eagles to be in it. They hear me. Sonny, normally the guy, uh, I don't know. I think they're capable of doing it. And the fact that there's not a lot of, uh, of film for Topal. I don't know if the Rowlett Eagles were giving the uh, Capel Cowboys the whole thing of what Chase Topal can do. Or maybe they did. I don't know. Maybe we'll see some different things out on the football field from Topal and from other plays that the Rowlett Eagles did not run in that game. Because let's be honest, when this game was happening against the Garland Owls, it didn't matter if the Rowland Eagles won or lost. Because they were going to face the Capel Cowboys. They wanted that success, though, so they could go into the game with the victory, with the momentum of positivity into that game. But my thinking and my wondering is, did the coaching staff let the Capel Cowboys see everything that... Uh, to Paul can do at the quarterback position in relief for Preston Weeks. So that's pretty much what I got up on there. So what we normally do, let's get the Eagle Eye report from the Eagle Eye himself, Bill Cerner. We're going to take a quick break here on the Couch Potato Sports Show. When we come back, we will hear from the Eagle Eye, Bill Cerner, and what he thinks he's going to see and what everybody else is going to see in this game here on the pregame show. Of course, that pregame show being brought to you by Western General Contractors. Again, for all your general contracting needs, whether it is roofing, gutter, siding, whatever the case may be, come in contact with my buddy Butch Wesson at 214-200-5588. We're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, let's talk with the eagle-eyed Bill Cerna. We'll be right back. Wesson General Contracting Incorporated, we're your one-stop shop for all your general contracting needs. We are locally owned and with over 20 years of experience, so roofing, gutters, sidings, fence staining, painting, foundation problems, or roof damage are no problems at all. Give us a call at 214-200-5588. That's 214-200-5588. Wesson General Contractors. Proud sponsor of the Rowlett Eagles radio broadcast. Here's another tip for a healthier you from Fit Body Boot Camp. One of the best things you can do for a healthier you is to instill yourself a love of water rather than sugary drinks. Soda pop and juices are filled with empty calories that encourage weight gain. The easiest way to do that is to stock your house with lots of bottled water or filtered water. Don't even have the soda pop readily available so you'll grow a custom of only drinking water. This has been another healthy tip from Mark Hall and Rowlett Fit Body Boot Camp. Give them a call at 214-888-2000. 
2844 or visit them on the web at www.rowlettfbbc.com. This is Sonny Clark, radio voice of your Rowlett Eagles, letting you know about Chang Lee's Taekwondo in Rowlett. At Chang Lee's Taekwondo, our mission is to spread the art of Taekwondo to everyone who's willing to learn with an open mind and train with enthusiasm. Our goal is to instill you a healthy lifestyle with a disciplined mind and body. At our school, we strive to provide a professional, warm, welcoming, and educational environment for all, and you will learn and advance at your own pace. That's at Chang Lee's Taekwondo located at 2212 Lakeview Parkway, Suite 100 in Rowlett, or give them a call at 963-506-4483, or check them out on the web at www.mychainlees.com. This is Sonny Clark, radio voice of your Rowlett Eagles, letting you know about the Mitchell Law Firm. Looking for a bankruptcy attorney in Rowlett? Talk directly to your bankruptcy attorney, not their paralegal. Get a personal touch directly from Greg Mitchell. The Mitchell Law Firm handles a wide variety of bankruptcy-related matters, including litigation arising out of bankruptcy matters in state as well as federal court. We represent both individual and small business debtors in Chapter 7, Chapter 11, and Chapter 13 bankruptcies. For more information, come in contact with Greg Mitchell at 972-463-8417. That's 972-463-8417. Or visit him on the web at www.mitchellps.com. Hunter Tree Service and Stump Grinding offers more than just tree trimming and removal. We also offer landscaping services, planting, fertilization, stump grinding, and tree help. So if your tree was hit by lightning like mine, or you just need regular tree maintenance, contact Chad Hunter at 972-971-4036. That's 972-971-4036. And let him know you heard it on the Rowlett Eagles Radio Broadcast. Welcome back into the Couch Potato Sports Show. It is me, Sonny Clark, the hardest working man in sports radio. And I got on the Eagle Eye, Bill Cerno, with his Eagle Eye report coming to you last week. As we just found out here tonight, now I guess that goes with not really having a lot of communication with coaching staff and everything. Bill, we lost Preston Weeks for the rest of the season. It is going to be in the hands of Chapal for the rest of the season and the rest of the way here in the playoffs. Yeah, and you know what? That was uh, We kind of thought that might be what we're leaning towards. Uh, we, we saw him on the sidelines last week, and, you know, he was kind of gingerly on his knees. So we kind of had a feeling that that was going to be a, a possibility. And then, uh, you know, we kind of prepared for it. And I think uh, Rowlett uh, uh, coaches prepared for it too. Yeah, uh, Chase Dupal, you know, 341 total yards, three touchdowns. 
as Eagles got the victory last week over the Owls. And 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 you can say whatever you oh you can say whatever you want about that as far as that game is concerned. But uh, Bill, the the way they responded, and of course there's going to be growing pains with the new guy in there. So you had those as well, but. Uh, that was a football team that took on a tough Garland team that was not hey, – we thought maybe they were just going to pack it in. They didn't. That was a good football game last week. No, you're absolutely right. And uh, they, they came out to play. You know, they were uh, 1-8 and eight going in that game. And, uh, you know, they, they actually had a, a good crowd out there for uh, following them. And, uh, and they came out with a lot of heart, and they played with a lot of heart. And that was that was a big one, is what we saw there, and a good good totals for a young man coming in and doing what he does. You know, he's not as tall as Preston Weeks, so that's one thing that we're going to look at as far as how they're going to react to the Cowboys. You know, Capel react to that because being a little bit taller on those offensive or those defensive lines, we're going to be coming after him. But I will tell you, we there's a lot of good things about this football team as far as the uh, stepping up. And we got that with Topal. Do you think the size of this young man is going to play a role in the game here that we're going to see here tonight? You know what? I, I don't think the size is going to make a difference. Uh, one thing about Preston Weeks was he was not easy to bring down, where I think with DePaul, you know, it, it's not as much of an effort to bring him down. Uh, Preston always, you know, he always uh, uh, bounced off one or two tackles before he's brought down, and, uh, and just with that size, he was able to lean forward. So I think that's going to be a little bit of, of an adjustment for uh, um, DePaul as he plays against his uh, Cowboy defense. Lance Lance Canyon, what can you say about this guy? Number 21, and folks that don't know the number, he finished out the regular season, um, you know, along with the other side, Wade. Two guys on the defensive side I think are going to have to be leaned upon this week um, as you take a look at what Capel could be bringing them. Yeah, you're absolutely right. They're going to be uh, a busy um, same with uh, King Taylor there in the middle of the field. Uh, yes. You, you want to limit the, the, the big plays, but, you know, these kids, this is where they're going to step up. You know, at the beginning of the year, we weren't talking about Canyon or Wade, uh, and, and they've really come uh, a long way this year, especially the second half of the season. Yeah, and all you got to do is take a look at the game last year as the Rowlett Eagles take on this same football team. They lost the game 27-20 to 20, uh, by basically not scoring in the fourth quarter. They really just came out uh, and were able to tie the game at 20 after a couple of uh, field goals there, Bill, uh, not being able to score. But what's going to be really What's not going to be different is the quarterback. We're going to see a young man by the by the name of Brady McBride again at the quarterback position. Last year, last year this was a guy who threw for 143 uh, 143 for 209, 1859 yards, uh, only two interceptions all year long as well. So you're looking at a football team that was very very successful. Well, he's very poised. Uh, you know, last year we, um, uh, you know, we saw a junior that uh, did great for that team. You know, I think 
during that game last year, they did get a couple bounces. There was a couple times where, uh, you know, at Rowlett had him wrapped up. They, uh, I remember there was a couple of uh, bad snaps. He actually ran back, got him, and was able to throw downfield and, and complete those passes. Some some wow plays from last year. Um, I think uh, uh, now through his senior year this year, I think he's a leader on that team. And, and uh, uh, you know, we thought he was strong last year. I expect to see even a stronger McBride. Absolutely. And then at the rushing, uh, we got a guy by the name, a young man by the name of uh, D. Heath. Uh, he was a uh, sophomore last year. He's a junior this year. Uh, 72 rushes, 440 yards, uh, four touchdowns for him. But really the guy that's doing a lot of the work at that, as far as getting into the end zone, is going to be a young man by the name of Ryan Hurt. Uh, 141 rushes, over 1,000 yards, 1,034, and 10 touchdowns, and he had five games over 100 yards rushing. So we got a combination of a one-two punch of juniors that next year we'll see those guys again if we end up in the playoffs with them as well. So this is a young Capel football team. Obviously, they got the quarterback as a senior, but the rest of this team is fairly young. Yeah, and and really, this is actually a stronger team than it was last year. So, the to say that they're young, uh, you know, they're one of the um, you know top teams here in the in the DFW area. So, uh, you know, the Rallis got their work cut out. Even if with a, a healthy Preston Weeks, they would have their uh, work cut out. Um, you know, when you got a quarterback that's leading this team, uh, and you got youth around him. They definitely have a good uh, a good direction that they're going. Absolutely, and just thinking about some of the stats that we look at as far as that team is concerned, we got a football team that's come in into this game with 26 sacks. And the Rowlett Eagles, they only got 14. So this is a Coppell football team that gets to the quarterback. Now we don't have the Preston Weeks at the quarterback that we would like to see um, there. Uh, now we got the young Topal in there. Uh, he, he, this, what we're talking about as far as points is concerned, uh, is definitely going to be one of the main things that we're going to have to look for in this game if Rowlett's going to be successful. Well, absolutely, and then, you know, the, early in the year, our offensive line really struggled uh, with some of these top-tier teams. You know, the, as as they were in district play, they did a lot better uh, protecting the quarterback, and even against Saxe, they did a lot better protecting the quarterback. So uh, let's see if, if, this, if the growth they've had this year will really help them in this game. You know, we've talked about... Uh, this out of district schedule that they had, they played a lot of a lot of uh, strong teams. Uh, matter of fact, three of uh, the four non district games, those teams are uh, in the playoffs right uh, now. So, you know, at the, uh, all in all, Rowlett played uh, ten games. Six of those teams are in the playoffs. So, uh, you know, at, uh, you know, hopefully they can take that experience from those games and really uh, uh, use it. But I think they're not. You know, this going to be a defense uh, uh, strength that they haven't seen before this year. And the same thing up on our side. I think the strength right now, unfortunately, with the loss of Preston Weeks, the the you know the focus has got to be the you know the uh, on the defensive side of the ball. That is going to that, that's their main portion. They've had a great. I think they've had a very successful defensive effort this season, and they're going to have to go in yet again. But the main thing here is is this is a balanced offense coming their way, there, Bill. As you look at 
than a football team that rushes the ball for 214 yards a game and only passes the ball for 194. They're right there um, as far as, you know, run, uh, run choices compared to pass, and obviously the yards are right there as well. So this is going to have to be a different game plan going in because during the season, you know, the Raleigh Eagles could really pinpoint on one thing, stop one thing, and get an opportunity to win the game. Yeah, and then, the, you know, with the defense, I think secondary, this is one of the stronger secondaries we've seen uh, in the last few years for Raleigh, and, and they're pretty young. So, you know, last year's game, Capel did a lot of their damage on on uh, uh, on the ground. Uh, they had a, a few plays that really uh, uh, went in their favor through the passing game, but for the most part, it was a, it was a ground game that they really uh, uh, were successful on. So, you know, if if Rowlett can limit those large uh, uh, those big runs, um, you know, I think that's going to be able to keep them in the game. But you know, we we've seen throughout the year a lot of those big runs that uh, go right up the middle. So if we can if we can shut that down. I think uh, we have a good chance. Yeah, and the the guys on the corners are doing a very good job as well, and I think that's another thing uh, of the positive. So, you know, the positive of the defense probably being the strength of this team right now, where they are going into this game, then they need to be able to get it because they're not going to get the Preston Weeks who, who uh, threw for 171 yards, two touchdowns last year. Um, so, but, I mean, Tupal showed in that game. I, I'll tell you, we talk about poise and what, what that's all about. This young man has been able to – I don't necessarily know how things are going as far as in practices and stuff like that, but I think he's building the momentum – and th- this game here, I think, has got to be pretty much, uh, how do you say, I don't want to say a perfect game, Bill, but I think it's going to have to be darn near perfect in order to get the victory, especially at Coppell, you know, going up against the Coppell football team who plays, you know, well, you were talking about how many teams they play that are in the playoff as well. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I think uh, uh, Coppell, they, um, uh, you know, they – they pretty much controlled their division. I don't think there was any team that was within uh, 10 points of them uh, through the whole uh, district schedule. So, uh, you know, it, uh, I, I've, we, I've seen Rowlett get up for those big games. And, you know, we saw it against Saxe. You know, it, uh, they uh, they were up for that game, and, and they competed with one of the best teams in the state. So, you know, and for a team against Capel, you're absolutely right. You know, we're playing in their stadium. Uh, you know, we're, we're short uh, – on the quarterback side, as we we don't have our our leader, uh, I think it's got to be a perfect game by everybody. I think uh, you have you have to uh, eliminate turnovers, uh, reduce the mental turnovers, and uh, and yep. play your game. Yeah, and the mental mistakes I think is the most important on this one as well. As they got a, they got to get over. They, it, it's not like they can't read the paper just like us or go online and see what Capel's going to be doing this week, or, or have seen what they've done all year long. It's just a matter of you know trusting themselves and what they're going to do going into that game. So yeah, the mental portion of this game is going to be a very important portion as well. So you don't just have offense defense and special teams to worry about you also got to make sure that you're mentally ready to go but i think last week's game against garland was a big time step toward that 
Yeah, you're absolutely right. Um, you know, we can't give them extra opportunities, uh, 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 especially a team like uh, Capel, because they're they're going to take advantage of it. So, you know, at the, the the thing they need to focus on right now is them doing their things right, and then when those things are being done right, um, it, it's going to affect the other team too. So, I think uh, you know, don't don't worry about uh, what Capel's done and and. Uh, and uh, who they played and how strong they are and their rankings and this and that. You just go out there and play your game, and uh, you'll have yourself you'll give yourself a chance to win. Taking a look at another team within the Garland ISD, the uh, district of Red Eagles play in the Saxony Mustang. This was a football team, obviously, only one loss this season. Pretty much uh, they're number one within, obviously, within the district and within the area, number six within the state. You know, what do you think their chances are? I'm not even sure who they're going up against. Do you know who they're playing in the first round of the uh, playoffs? Yeah, they're, they're playing Hebron. Um, ah, Hebron. Over at... Uh, yeah, over at Williams. So, uh, t- you know, that's a tough first round game. Hebron is is yeah, is, is, is a uh, is a, a good team. So, um, but you know, I like uh, Saxy's chances. I think the the biggest challenge for them is to give Maiden uh, uh, time to throw the ball. And I think they're going to be in good shape. Uh, their defense has struggled a little bit uh, uh, this year, but uh, uh, you know, I think uh, you know if it comes all if it all comes together uh, this time of year, I think it's going to be a big plus. Um, with that being said, I think uh, the game against Rowlett was an eye opener for them because they hadn't been challenged. Absolutely. Before, so, um, so I think that they needed that game. Uh, so you know, I, I think they're going to. I think they have a good chance to go a long ways in the playoffs. And that game right there, we just take the step back and watch Rowlett taking on Saxe. Two interceptions in the fourth quarter late in the game. Um, that, that will kill any football game, never mind how close that game was. Rowlett Eagles should have won that football game. They let that one slip through their hands. So it just goes to show, I mean, if you put Rowlett against Hebron, they probably, that's going to be a good football game as well. I mean, you take a look at this. Don't let the, I think the record here as far as what Rowlett is, a lot of people let them fool, fool them, and I think that would be a mistake, um, and Rowlett, I, you know, this is if they walk in thinking that they're just going to walk off and beat the Rowlett Eagles, I think that might be a, a big mistake for, for the Cowboys, but at home, everything is pretty much all set up for them uh, as far as what they're going to do. I mean, even though, you know, 27-17 victory over a tough Owl team, I think it was a good thing to set up for this game. Uh, you know, I'm gl- no offense, I'm glad they didn't play a game where they ended up wiping the floor with them um, because it made them work for what they had to do in order to get a victory, even to get that to prepare them for this game that's going to happen on Friday night. It's going to be a good one, Bill. What are you specifically looking for in this game, and how do you think it's going to turn out? Well, you know what? Uh, uh, like I said before, they Rowlett's really got to play close to a perfect game on both sides of the ball uh, and limit turnovers, uh, uh, limit uh, penalties, um, and 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 uh, eliminate uh, the not so bright penalties. Uh, and and uh, you know what? Uh, and go from there. I, I still think it's going to be a tough for uh, for Rallet to pull this one out because uh, you know it, uh, uh, you are playing Capel. They have a great uh, a great um, uh, history there uh, at their stadium. So it's going to be a challenge. You know it. Uh, you know I, I I don't see Rallet 
pulling it out, uh, but I would like to be I'd like to be part of the shocked world if it does happen. But I tell you what, um, I think this is one of the better first round matchups you're going to see in the DFW area. Yeah, people were voting on this game. They want, I mean, people wanted to see this game, Bill, which also puts it in, in the spotlight, number one. Number two, um, it, just the expectations of this game as well, um, as far as, re- I, and I think a lot of people remember what happened last year as far as where Rowlett ended up in the game, only losing by seven in the fourth quarter. Um, I think they're kind of expecting the same thing, but the difference between this year and last year is that the quarterback position with Preston Weeks not in the lineup as he was uh, down for the rest of the season um, at the uh, injury that they suffered against the Lakeview Centennial Patriots. So uh, it's going to be a good one here tonight, and I, 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 we're going to be hoping for a Rowlett Eagle victory here and see if they can pull that one out. I think they shocked the world. I think you're right there, Bill. I, at least shocked the area anyway. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But I tell you what, I'd I'd love to see it. So uh, I think if Rowlett can keep it close going into the fourth quarter, then uh, then you know it's anybody's game there. And we've seen Tapal, you know, come into a game down by uh, uh, fourteen with um, his first really play for the whole season and bring this team back and and uh, uh, win a, a game in the last second. So you know, and to do that. Um, by after sitting on the bench almost the whole year, and uh, you know the only time he came in was kind of for a mop up where he just hand the ball off or run up a little bit himself, and and to be able to do that that's that's a a, a big testament to uh, to his ability. So uh, you just don't know what's going to happen. And he had a good a good throwing in the Lakeview game. Right? He, he completed like seven in a row, went seven of eight, and just missed the first one. So, I mean, so it's no, you know, it, it's something that's not going to be impossible for him to do. Uh, it'll be all about confidence. This will definitely be a, a situation where the coaches are going to have to step up as well to get these guys motivated to play this game and not just say, hey, this one here, you know, if we lose it, it's no big deal. I think the coaches are going to be a, a big part of this game as well. Oh, there's no, there's nobody in that um, in that locker room that doesn't think they're going to win this game, and and you know, the, you know, to, and and you want that because I tell you what, it, it's going to reflect to to us watching the game that you know these these boys are putting it all out on the line. You're absolutely right. There's no tomorrow, so you know you give it all yep. you can and uh, and let the let the chips fall where they may. So uh, you know, uh, I'm I'm ready for them to show us otherwise. Definitely. It's going to be a good one tonight. Kickoff is not at 7 tonight, guys. It's 7.30, and this one's coming to you from Capel. You, Hey, guys, it's not that far. Head out there. But if you can't, you can listen to the coverage of the Raleigh Eagles varsity football team right here on the Couch Potato Sports Show. Visit www.couchpotato.wix.com forward slash Rowlett Eagle Sports. You can also listen live. If you can't be there or you want to bring your phone along with a headset, you can call in and listen to the live play-by-play with myself and the eagle-eyed Bill Sarah by calling 347-215-7497. First round of the Texas State playoffs happened tonight. It's going to be a good one, Bill. You say it's going to be windy too, right? Yeah, it's supposed to be windy tomorrow. It's going to be a warm day, and it's going to be windy. 
So, uh, you know, uh, hopefully uh, we can use that to our advantage also. Yeah, hopefully we're in a booth if it's all that windy because we got a chance where we'll be in the same place where we were last week, last year. Sonny brought the, Sonny has got the extension cord all set for that, by the way. So we're all set and ready if we're going to be out on the deck. If not, we'll be in the booth. Enjoy everybody and folks that can't be there, especially Butch Wesson, fine sponsor of this program, Butch, uh, Butch Wesson of Wesson General Contractors. He's unfortunately moving, so he's going to have his earpiece in listening to the game. So for everybody who can't make it, again, 347-215-7497. Hit up my Facebook where I'll be posting the game and the, pre, uh, the pregame show as well on my Facebook page. Check it out there. You can find it there. Again, www.couchpotato.wix.com forward slash Rowlett Eagle Sports. That's going to do it for the pregame show here on the Couch Potato Sports Show. So for the Eagle Eye, I am Sonic Clark, the hardest working man in sports radio we're out of here everybody have a good one and let's go eagles Stop!